0: Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm here with Dr. Valerie Brutus, a breast surgical oncologist at St. Vincent's Medical Center at Hartford HealthCare in Connecticut. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So tell us about um, this new technology MagTrace. What is it and how does it work?
1: So MagTrace is a ma- magnetic dye that's when it's injected into the breast, mimics what breast cancer cell would do, so it travels to the lymph node that will most likely be affected by breast cancer if the cancer cells have broken through the milk duct.
0: Great. So which pal- patients are eligible for MagTrace?
1: So it's currently only eligible for patients who are diagnosed with ductal carcinoma in situ that is commonly referred to as stage 0 breast cancer who require a mastectomy as part of their treatment. So the majority of patients who are going to be diagnosed with ductal carcinoma in situ actually are treated, you know, with what we call breast conservation where only the affected portion of the breast is removed with surgery, but there are some patients that requires to have the whole breast removed. So currently it's only for this dose patient that matrice is used.
0: And what is the significance of this for um, helping to determine, you know, treatment versus surgery and all of those decisions?
1: So the the, the significance is purely, you know, for, with surgery for now. So the when we when we're doing mastectomy for those patients, so the results that we have from their biopsy just tells us that so far the cancer is trapped inside the milk duct, but we don't know when we do, you know, further surgery what else we're going to find. So traditionally, the current standard is to inject some dye at the type of surgery that can travel, you know, to the, to the lymph nodes underneath the armpit. And we remove those lymph nodes at the time of surgery in case, you know, these cancer cells have traveled outside the milk duct. So the, the, the current dye that we were using before max rays, you know, they travel to the lymph nodes, but they can, they can only stand the lymph nodes for less than 24 hours. So this is why the lymph nodes were removed at the time of surgery. With MAC trace, since this dye stays in the lymph nodes longer, you know, even a few weeks or months, so we can inject the dye in the breast at the time of surgery, perform the mastectomy, and then wait that the pathology from that surgery comes and tells us what do we have? You know, does the patient still only has stage zero breast cancer, or if this patient have invasive cancer? So if the pathology tells us that the patient only has stage zero breast cancer, then we don't need to go back to remove some lymph nodes. So the patient is spared, you know, to have those lymph nodes removed. If the pathology tells us on the mastectomy that this patient does have an invasive cancer, then we can go back a few weeks after to securely remove some lymph nodes that just going to dictate more for the treatment if needed. So this is where, you know, it's very important. It just allows us to spare patient additional procedure.
0: That's really exciting. That is exciting. So I know that magtrace also helps reduce the risk of lymphedema. How does this
1: work? So the 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 fact that we don't have to remove the no, the lymph nodes, so this is where the risk of lymphedema comes because when we perform what's called a sentinel node biopsy, where a few lymph nodes are removed, you know, under the armpit, there's always a, a low risk to have lymphedema, you know. So the risk can vary between, you know, 5 um, to 7%. Of course, there's going to be other factors that can make this risk a little higher, you know, but if the patient does not need to have the lymph nodes removed, then we have no risk. So this is where, you know, MAC trace can help us, you know, prevent those patients from having lymphedema by just allowing us to better select whose patient that needs to have the lymph nodes removed. Great. Um, Anything else you'd like to share about this? Well, I think it's very exciting. I think it's a great tool that, you know, really allows us to further personalize, you know, breast cancer care. I think, you know, the treatment of DCIS is evolving, you know, throughout time, but this is something that still, you know, is going to affect 50,000 women in the United States this year. The prognosis is excellent, you know, but it's still something that we have to watch for. So I think it's another great show that really allows us to further personalize the cancer care.
0: Definitely. That's so exciting. So thank you so much for explaining it all to us.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening
0: to Oncology Data Advisor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. In addition to our podcast, the Oncology Data Advisor site features expert perspectives and news stories on the latest in cancer research and treatments, all found at oncdata.com.